Hey guys, if you're digging this content, then I want to personally invite you to join our community and join us live every single Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. We host what we call our King's Council Growth Calls. Again, every Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. Now, these are our calls in which you can actually participate in. We have a variety of guest speakers that range from business experts to church leaders. We coach on leadership, entrepreneurship, and finances. So join us every Monday, 5.30 Central Standard Time, and get to know the community of like mindsetted kingdom entrepreneurs. Text the word KING to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word KING to 727-472-3860. I look forward to meeting you live Mondays at 5.30 Central Standard Time. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-mindsetted men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. And we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. Hey guys, if you're digging this content, then I want to personally invite you to join our community and join us live every single Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. We host what we call our King's Council Growth Calls, again, every Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. Now, these are our calls in which you can actually participate in. We have a variety of guest speakers that range from business experts to church leaders. We coach on leadership, entrepreneurship, and finances. So join us every Monday, 5.30 Central Standard Time, and get to know the community of like-mindsetted kingdom entrepreneurs. Text the word KING to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word KING to 727-472-3860. I look forward to meeting you live Mondays at 5.30 Central Standard Time. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and you got me solo today. You're actually going to get me solo for a few weeks here because we're going to dive into new series that we're kicking off here, the Kingdom Entrepreneur Series. And I'm, I'm so excited to dive into this really because, man, this is what I love to talk about. This is what we we always talk about uh, within the King's Council is is uh, how do we operate as as kingdom 
entrepreneurs. And part of the reason that I'm, I'm going into this series is because we've actually just released uh, book number one of our three-part series in the Kingdom Entrepreneur Series, which is the seven-day blueprint, which is God's given blueprint of, of how to create, how to create anything, whether it's an incredible relationship or a successful business. God's given us this template on how to create. So if you haven't gotten that book yet, I'm going to just go ahead and say text the word seven, S-E-V-E-N or the number seven to this number, seven, two, seven, four, seven, two, three, eight, six, zero. And I want to make sure I get you a copy of this book, at least a PDF version. You can find it on Amazon and other places as well. Uh, But I want to get you a copy of this because this is really what we coach on within the King's Council. And uh, if you just simply follow this blueprint, it is a foolproof plan. The problem is so many of us, me uh, especially, I've learned through uh, a lot of trial and a lot of error uh, what didn't work, right? And I I had experienced uh, extreme highs, extreme lows uh, prior to really understanding this blueprint. And and now since just kind of I feel has just revealed this to me. It's like everything that, that we do, we, we take through this blueprint, whether it's a new relationship, a new business idea. Uh, if, if you come to us for coaching, we're going to walk through this blueprint to make sure that we didn't miss any steps uh, along the lines, because so many of us may be rushed to multiplying and, and trying to scale something that we haven't even proven the structure and the order first. And, uh, and so I think that whether you're a brand new business looking to start or you've been in business for a number of years, this blueprint will absolutely give you uh, a snapshot of where you are, maybe expose any holes or or things that that are taking place uh, to help you identify where the root cause or some of those issues may take place. So I'll get off my uh, somewhat of a rant on that. But that is part one of this series of the Kingdom Entrepreneur um, series. Uh, Part two then essentially is, is what are we doing as Kingdom Entrepreneurs in in this, what I believe is this God-giving calling this mandate to create. So we're going to dive into that over the next few weeks um, in these different uh, series that we have here. But today, I want to really get to the foundation of what kingdom entrepreneurship actually is. Because if if you've listened to any of our content for a period of time, you, you know that I'm a firm believer that every single one of us is an entrepreneur, right? What, I believe we are born that way. God created us that way because the root word of entrepreneur is to undertake, right? Or entrepreneurship simply means you're willing to undertake. So it has nothing to do with you owning a business or uh, uh, running a company. Now, that is a vehicle that you're simply using to undertake, right? So you can be a stay-at-home dad or mom. You can be uh, a student and still have an entrepreneur mindset. So I want that to be crystal clear. If, you, if, you, if, you ha- if you're an employee, you have a job right now, Nothing wrong with that, but I'm going to challenge you to to take on this entrepreneur mindset. Okay, so I I always just want to be crystal clear on that of what we're referring to here. Now, when we talk about kingdom entrepreneurship, what does that actually mean? Because I think, I mean, something I've at least felt like I've witnessed in the Christian community is there's a lot of like, I don't know, we're going to call them Christianese statements. It's like, oh, that's that's kingdom, right? Or like, what does that actually mean to when we when we say 
kingdom entrepreneurship. So I'm going to break this word down for you. I want to dive into kingdom a little bit here, just so we have a true foundation to build off of this thing. And then what I believe really God has, has called us to do as we step into this role, uh, this authoritative role of kingdom entrepreneurship. So we know that entrepreneurship means to undertake. What does this word kingdom actually mean? Okay. And, and kingdom if we look at the two words that make it up, it's king and domain. Okay, and, and biblically, when when you dive into this thing, uh, it's it's been fun. I actually have have spent a few weeks diving into this this understanding of kingdom. And biblic- biblically, the word kingdom is actually used as a verb, right? And, and I hadn't really ever thought about this because uh, when you think of kingdom. A lot of us may think like, oh, it's a noun. Uh, it's it's a place. And while it is a place used with through the through the Bible as a verb, the place is assumed. OK, so it's it's a verb, but the place is assumed as as when we'll, this is what we're going to dive into here in a second. So two words that break the word kingdom up. There's king and domain. Jesus is king. We know that. Right. That's we as part of the king's council. We sit on the king's council and Jesus is the king. Yes, we are kings and priests, but ultimately we are submitting our our life uh, to the king, Jesus. And then we have the word domain. Okay, so domain, if you look at the the root of that, essentially it means it's it's a territory or an area that's controlled by a a government, right? There's there's a ruler, there's a government that, that, that they have domain in that area. And when you break that word down, the the word, you know, D-O-M, dumb from from kingdom, this is actually a a state of activity, right? Or a a condition. And what I mean by that is um, when you're bored, you would say you're experiencing boredom, right? Or we live in America, so we we have freedom. So it's, it's a state of activity that we're in. And so when, when the word, when D O M dumb kingdom, we're saying it's, it's Jesus's rule and reign as a state of, or activity in our lives. Okay. I'm hoping this is making sense to you guys. So when we say the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, uh, it, it, it's essentially, we're saying his rule and reign in our life. So as a kingdom entrepreneur, Jesus is king. It's his rule and reign in our life. He is the ultimate authority that we are accountable to in our life. And we're going to do that as undertakers when we undertake that task at hand. Now, I hope this is making sense. I'm going to go through a number of examples and even some scripture here to, to, to really validate or kind of back all of this up. Because throughout the New Testament, the word kingdom is used I, I mean, I think it's over 150 sometimes. A lot of the references are actually in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it was essentially the the central theme of of what Jesus was was teaching. Right? He he he. Most of the time was talking about the kingdom of God. Right? The gospel of the kingdom. It wasn't necessarily about salvation, but it was about the kingdom of God. Right. And, and if you look at this, I mean, throughout the New Testament, that was the primary uh, focus of, of Jesus's teaching. And so, again, to be crystal clear, the, the when we're talking about kingdom, the concept of kingdom, it's not necessarily a territory or a space 
or what we think of. Like my wife and I were watching The Last Kingdom right now. It's a good show uh, it's on Netflix, uh, but I think it's like you know, season five or something that we've been binging through, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see like what it was like. I mean, I don't know how accurate it actually is, but I like to just think about these things of, of what was it like when there was a, a true King, because in America, you know, we didn't grow up like under truly understanding this other than watching these movies and reading about it in history books. So it's, it's interesting to really understand like how a King rules and reigns over its, its kingdom. Right. And and this is what I, I just love. And, and uh, you know, the, an understanding of the citizens of the kingdom were really a reflection of the king and how he cared for them. And so as Jesus is our king, man, we are a reflection of him. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but uh, this is what I've just been kind of diving into over the last few weeks and, and prepping for for this content here. And it, when we're talking about God's rule and reign, the kingdom of God is is that's what it is it's it's his reign supreme over anything and everything that we do as entrepreneurs it is god's rule and reign in our life and and it's obedient rule and reign okay because there's no such thing essentially as being disobedient and still having rule and reign i want to be clear on that when you are when you it's only the kingdom of god his rule and reign in our life when we're obedient to what he has for us and some some are thinking, well, I don't. What does he have for us? What? Do, how do I know? You just got to read the Bible, and a lot of things are laid out in there. So if you're not in the Word of God, this is a challenge to get in the Word of God and really understand what that means. To to because I lived a, a good chunk of my life, guys, guys, where I just simply wanted Jesus as my Savior, and I didn't necessarily look to him for, to be my Lord. And, and guys, this is, I think this is just such a key, key component because it wasn't until I, I truly submitted my life and came under his rule and his reign that things just started to really make sense to me as I'm reading the word of God. And so when, when we, t- to break this thing down, to simplify kingdom, it's God's present spiritual reign over us, right? Over his people, so, I mean, I'll just explain this here. Colossians 1.13 says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Right? So think of non-believer. There is a, a, a domain. You're in the dominion of darkness. And the moment you've given your life to Christ and you've entered now into this submitting your life to Christ, you've been transferred now to the kingdom of, of his beloved son. And then further on, Revelation uh, 20 talks about the future reign in the millennial kingdom. But right here, right now, guys, it's there's God's rule and reign in your life. If you've if you've given your life to Christ and you've submitted it now, the kingdom of heaven is here. It is it is here, right here, right now. And this is what really excites me, guys, because I mean, throughout the New Testament, I'm going to just go through a few of these examples. John the Baptist. Okay, and if you're taking notes, I'm just going to maybe rattle off some scriptures here. You can reference back to them. But John the Baptist, he actually began his ministry announcing that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. That's Matthew three, uh, two. And then Jesus, ultimately, he came on the scene and he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew four, uh, 17. And then Jesus, I mean, he give us, gives us real instructions on how to actually enter the kingdom of God. 
Okay, he, he gives us these instructions because he what he says is not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will actually enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven, Matthew seven. OK, so I, I'm, I know I'm going to go through these quick guys and, and we may over the next few weeks come back to some of these. But I just want us to really understand this concept of kingdom. And um, what do we got here? Matthew six says, uh, well, this is where Jesus actually taught us how to pray. Right. And, and to pray for the kingdom it says, pray like this, then our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. OK, so think your rule and reign. Anytime you see the word kingdom, just in, input rule and reign. OK, your rule and reign, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. John uh, eighteen thirty six. Jesus says, my kingship is not of this world. OK, so Christ, he, he wasn't really implying that. His reign had nothing to do with this world, but that the dominion that came was the dominion was not from from the earthly realm. Right. It's it's his his rule and reign is is from heaven, the kingdom of God. OK, so I hope this is, again, making sense, guys. So, I mean, I can ro roll through a number of these again. Paul said, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. Um, man, what else do we got here? There's so much. Paul, again, followers of Jesus Christ, uh, enter into the kingdom of God at salvation, right? So Paul says here, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. Again, that's that Colossians verse that I used earlier. Uh, lots and lots of examples of these guys that, that I'm not going to continue to go through them, but I just want us to understand when we see the word kingdom, it's God's rule and reign. Okay. God's rule and reign. So now that we understand that, or at least I, I hope we do, uh, I want to dive into this even more because if Jesus is king, we've truly accepted him as our Lord. His rule and reign is what we're ultimately submitted to. And as entrepreneurs, now let's, let's dive into this of like, how do, how does, what does that mean now? And the interesting thing is that that I think we have as Christians, because there's there's other religions out there, guys. Right. And and I mean, when you look at the I'm going to just call this the religion of Christianity. I don't believe it. It is a a uh, a religious act that we're we're doing something right. But Christianity is is a submission, a God's rule and reign in our life. It's a relationship that we get to have with our creator. But it's so interesting as entrepreneurs to when I mean, this is at least the perspective that I have when I when you look at all these other faiths, we'll call them that people have. I don't see any other reference at all to an understanding of, of a creator that's actually working. Okay. Like if you remember in Genesis, we talk about God created and, and up until the sixth day, right. That he created, created, he created for six days. And then that, and a lot of people will just think like, okay, that's like the end of creation. And that's, that's not the case guys. It was actually the beginning at that time for us to come alongside and we get to actually co-create with our creator. Okay. And, and this is just such a cool thing. So, so cool that we get to do. And I, I think a, a lot of, you know, just in the Christian world, I mean, I'm just, I mean, not even 
attending church a whole lot as a, as a young child, but I at least had reference to, or I understood this, this discussion of the great commission. Okay. Like it's a lot of kind of, uh, uh, talk it gets talked about a lot in the Christian community, which it, you know we can simply we we know it's in Matthew twenty eight, uh, starting in verse nineteen. It says to therefore therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Great Commission, right? It's a wonderful thing. It's partly why uh, I believe God has has just laid this understanding of the King's Council on our heart is, yeah, are we a coaching company? Sure. We coach on, on, you know, if you need some, some business strategy and ideas, we're actually going to, we definitely coach on that. But more, more importantly than that, we are a discipleship organization, right? I want, I want, I want to, we are called to make disciples, no matter what you're doing and what, what business that you're in, you're making disciples. That's what that's, you are in full-time ministry, no matter what business that you think you're in. Okay, I mean, I could go on and on uh, on that topic for, for quite some time, but I just want you to understand that if you've given your life to Christ, welcome to full time ministry. It doesn't matter what you're doing to make ends meet from a financial standpoint, but you are called the Great Commission is to make disciples. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm not going to take any any credit away from from that Great Commission. But one thing I want to go back to is is the first commission that God gave us Genesis one twenty eight. Okay. God said, or it, it, what it says is God blessed them and said to them to be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now this is interesting guys. And when I started to dive into this again, understanding kingdom entrepreneurship, knowing that I'm, I'm kind of looking at everything from that perspective. Um, but we, what we've just talked about with God's rule and reign in our life, I, I realized that this is the first time that we serve that we see the word rule in the Bible, okay, which is part of God's perfect creation, because this is still before the fall. Right. And, and God, he says to we're given this mandate to essentially to be fruitful, to multiply and then to rule or have dominion. But of course, we obviously all know what happened. Right. We jacked it up. If we just we we sinned, we jacked it up. And, and then a lot of people at this point think that because we fell, that work must be the curse then. But that is not the case, guys. There, at least that's not what the original intent was because God actually created work prior to the fall work was work existed and work was just a, a, a thing that was, it was an act of worship. He actually never had to command Adam to even work. It was simply implied that he was created to work. Now, some, some of you might be listening to this and be like, Oh snap, I didn't, I don't want to work. Right? I want to play video games or whatever the case is. No, no, no. You were created to work. God placed Adam in the garden and he had this understanding, this innate understanding that that's what he was created to do. What's up, guys? Riley Meek here with the King's Council, and I need you to listen up here. We are hosting a Kingdom Business 
advancement event October 21st and 22nd in Jacksonville, Florida. So if you're looking to level up your relationships or accelerate your business or your career, maybe you're just looking to break through some of those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is an absolute must-attend event. We're going to be networking with high-performance individuals. we got business owners, CEOs, executives, entrepreneurs all throughout the country, and we have all one thing in common, a burning desire for more. Now, we're going to be laying out the exact blueprint that has allowed me to start and scale eight separate companies. We're talking eight of these guys, every single one of them from zero to seven and eight figures within the very first year of each. This has generated us over really close to $200 million over the past decade. But here's the deal, guys. Money ain't everything. Now, if you don't have enough of it, it quickly becomes our everything. Believe me, I've been there. I've done that. And because of that, there's one thing that I've learned. Money only makes us more of who we already are, which is why I am on a mission to teach God's proven framework, not only to create and develop a kingdom-focused business, but to step into your true calling to help create wealth and most importantly, keep Christ at the center of everything that we do. And by implementing this blueprint, you're going to realize that you no longer have to actually choose between family and business. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Guys, we are so blessed to live in this country. Regardless of your political views, we are blessed beyond belief to live in this country, which comes with a great responsibility. And because of that, I want to call you out personally, individually, as you're listening to this right now. If you're ready to step up and to be the spouse that you were created to be, to be the father or the mother that you were created to lead and to become that entrepreneur that you know that you were destined to be. If you're ready and if you're willing to truly step into that, that role of kingdom entrepreneurship, kingdom, God's rule and reign as an entrepreneur who's willing to undertake the task at hand, then I want to meet you in person and I want to invite you out October 21st and 22nd, Jacksonville, Florida. So if you're ready, text the word kingdom to 727-472-3860. Grab your ticket today. It's only 97 bucks, guys. It's limited seating on this thing. No doubt we're going to sell out. So take action. Life's about choices. And this event is going to be next level. Life-changing for those that decide. Again, text the word KINGDOM to 727-472-3860. I look forward to meeting you there. That's what he was created to do, right? And, and actually, the the Hebrew word used in Genesis, and I think this is pronounced avah, A-V-A-H, which it comes from avodah, A-V-O-D-A-H, when that literally means the original Hebrew version of that word literally means work, worship, or service. This They're the same thing. Work is worship. Worship is service. Service is work. It's an act of worship. Guys, and this is just so amazing. Like work is our worship to God if we have that heart's disposition towards it. Now, Genesis 3 actually tells us that, yeah, we fell, right? We jacked it up. And it, and it clearly says, cursed is the ground because of you through painful toil. You'll eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you. You'll eat of the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you are taken 
for dust you are and dust you will return. So we read that and it's like, okay, sweat of the brow. Yeah, this uh, this doesn't sound like fun, right? And a, a lot of us just just think like, okay, that's why work is uh, not fun. It's hard. It's why we're, we're toiling, we're struggling, we're hustling, we're grinding to try to make ends meet. But guys, remember, first off, remember right now, it's 20 22 when I'm recording this thing right now. I don't know what year you're listening to this, but it's 2022 right now. It is, we're no longer living in BC, right? Christ has came and he's redeemed us back to essentially to restore creation. So I want to understand the whole picture of this. There was creation, yes, but then there was the fall, yes. Jesus was promised throughout the rest of the Old Testament, bam, New Testament, Jesus actually fulfilled that promise and then made this claim, this declaration. He stated that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Guys, so understand this as this is why as kingdom entrepreneurs, why this is so important. It's it's way more than just salvation. Okay, when Jesus came, he said, the kingdom of heaven is here. His ministry wasn't about salvation. It was about the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom, God's rule and reign in our lives. And in a lot of us, I think we just we stop at salvation. And if salvation was the only thing that actually mattered and then check the box, right? If, if salvation was the only thing that mattered and you're listening to this and you would consider yourself, you've given your life to Christ, you're saved. Then nearly the only thing to do is evangelize. Right. I, I, I want to make sure that you guys understand this. If, if that's the only thing is salvation, then we have one job and that is to evangelize. But that is not the case, guys. OK, some of you may be going, oh, woofty, right, because we, we hate the idea of having to evangelize. That's not the case. Now, there's a version of that that we, we all should be evangelizing in some sense. Some have, a, 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 have more of a natural tendency and a gifting for it. Amazing. But. There's more to life than than salvation. Okay, salvation is simply the beginning. Salvation is simply the beginning. If you go even back to the Great Commission, we're called to make disciples. We weren't called to get people saved, right? That's that's just the beginning. It's like you entered the door. Now there's a whole kingdom. There's a there's a rule and a reign in your life that you get to do and have access to so many people, as I mentioned before, they, they look to Jesus as savior and so few of us want him as Lord, but I'm telling you, Jesus came to actually restore creation. And I don't, I don't want us to get twisted on this guys that Jesus is our redeemer through him and, and, and him alone. That's how we are saved. Okay. And what we do on this earth has, has, no bearing about being saved. Okay. Ephesians two actually tells us uh, right here at two, eight and 10, it says for it is by grace. You have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So Jesus has redeemed us for good works. The purpose of our salvation guys is to do good works. This was like a, a this was mind blowing to me when I, when I actually read it and understood it this way. 
because it, it, Guys, salvation is like now we get to enter the kingdom and now we get to do these good works. We're just beginning, guys. This is, so if you're a new Christian, maybe you've you've been a Christian for years and this is new to you that you understand we are not saved by our works, but we are saved for our works. And we, we were created for far more than just to evangelize or far more than even just to to give money and I mean, that's an amazing thing. If, if you're if you're tithing, you're giving above and beyond. And, and part of the King's Council, we talk about being the provision for these God given visions to, to expand the kingdom of God here on this earth now. But that's a portion of it, guys. There is so much more that we are called to do. It is our good works that ultimately bring glory and honor to our creator. We're not saved by our works, but we are saved for our works. And because of this, because of this, guys, all of our work is kingdom work. I I want you to hear me on this. All of our work is kingdom work. And if you're not sharing the gospel and and because of that, like you don't think you're in full time ministry, can I, I just have to go back on this, guys, because we are all in full time ministry. I just need to I I just want to yell this from the top of my lungs because a lot of people think like I actually I even talked about watching The Last Kingdom on this episode that I just watched last night. You know, uh, one of Uhtred's for those that are even watching this, his son thinks he the only way he can serve God is by going to going back and and just like living at uh uh, it's like the monastery and just like he has to just be with God all the time and and just live at the church, the building that they've created and built. And it's like I've, I'm like yelling at the screen like that's not full time ministry. Like that's not to serve God like Uhtred's out there now. Granted, he's like killing people, different things like that. But but think about what what he, the impact that somebody is out doing those things can actually have. Now, if you're, if you're in vocationally full-time ministry, incredible. If you found a way to actually make money and get paid to do th- something like that, whether it's preaching or, uh, 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 counseling, whatever that is incredible, but that's simply a vocation. It's simply a, an, an area where you're receiving money for the value that you're, you're providing. Now you can be a, a garbage man. You can be a pizza delivery guy. You can be a stay at home, uh, click funnel person. I don't care what you are, but you're in full-time ministry. Understand if you've given your life to Christ, you are now called to make disciples. That's not the pastor's job or, or the, the teacher's job within the church building. No, that's our job as the body of Christ. We are called to make disciples. And yes, part of what we do is, is to be witnesses for him. But at the end of every day, at the end of everything that we do, we are to be living sacrifices to him. And that is our spiritual act of worship. I don't remember what scripture that is, but it's in the Bible, right? We, we are called to be, to be living sacrifices for our creator. And I mean, this makes me even think of the two greatest commandments, right? You guys can probably think in your head right now, but what were the two greatest commandments is, is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, right? Love God. And then the other one is to love your neighbor, Those are the two greatest commandments. So how do we love God and then ultimately love our neighbor as kingdom entrepreneurs? Now, there's a lot of ways that we can do that. But one thing I want to be crystal clear, 
the way that a lot of us think the only way to do that is, is if we're sharing the gospel, right? It's like, it, it doesn't say to um, love your neighbor by giving them a track, right? If any of us remember those, I don't even know if they use those anymore, but it's like you would, you would go witness to people, you'd give them a track, right? Or it's, it, it didn't say to invite them to the church building. No, 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 no. Whatever you do, you are, you're an ambassador for Christ, Whatever you do and your posture toward work should be of that as which I'm going to glorify God. Whatever it is that I'm doing, if I'm, I'm putting uh, erasers on the heads of pencils, glorify God. If you're creating, building a, a, an app, glorify God, whatever it is that you're doing. And I, I really believe, unfortunately, the enemy has robbed us of this mindset, thinking that the only way that we can be true Christians is to be in full-time ministry. And it's only if I'm like a pastor or if I become a missionary and we think that the, the word to go is, is to literally like to go to Zimbabwe or to go to another country. No, to go means to actually be in, in that presence right now. I'm going to come back to that here before we close this thing out. But I just want us to fully understand, like you're in full-time ministry, and whatever you do, it's an act to glorify God. And I, I really, truly believe, guys, that the way that the kingdom of God is going to advance today is by showing people through our work, right? Showing people God's rule and reign in your life through the work that you're doing. And then maybe then you can invite them to the, the church, right? The body of Christ and then maybe a building, Okay, because that's what I'm talking about here, guys. Like the, the kingdom of God is breaking down the walls of the church building and actually operating as the church. As the church. Man, I, I feel like I could talk for, for a minute on this, guys. But when we when we talk about the kingdom, the kingdom of God, it, it, we talked about this actually even uh, Jesus gave gave seven examples of the parables of the kingdom. In the, in the New Testament, there's these seven examples of lots of different. There's the parable of the, the farmer. Um, there's the parable of uh, the wheat. There's a parable of the weeds. Just go through some of my notes here. The parable of the mustard seed, uh, parable of the yeast, parable of the hidden treasure, the pearl, and then the fishing net. And guys, all of these here, first off, Matthew, um, Matthew 13, 11 actually says that the kingdom of God, it, it, that, that there's secrets that are that are that are revealed to us. It, it actually the, the actual verse says to you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has not been given the secrets of heaven. I've always been there, guys, but they're revealed to us as God's rule and reign in our life, individually in our life. As God rules and reigns in our life, it comes, these, these revelations come to fruition. And I, I'm a prime example of this, guys, because I'm not that smart, right? I, I really am not. I've been, I, I, un, I understand some areas of, of, of business, and now I'm starting to, God has just been, as I've co like committed my life and submitted my life to his rule and reign, there's, there's revelation that has been coming through just to understand like how incredible it is how incredible God's rule and reign is because the kingdom of heaven, it's here just like the, the, the um, parable of the hidden treasure. It's here. 
and, and the kingdom of heaven, it may start out small like that mustard seed in that parable that, that Jesus used. It may start out small, but as it slowly works its way into our life, when you submit to him as a kingdom entrepreneur, it's like the parable of the yeast that Jesus has used. It, it slowly works into our life and it overtakes the entire batch. And that, my friends, is, is what the kingdom of God, the culture, the kingdom culture that needs to take place that I know is taking place in the marketplace today. It's certainly taking place within the King's council and this movement that God has placed uh, uh, just for us to, to steward appropriately. And I, I want to put a bow on this guys and then come back here to the great commission and, and that, that word go. Okay, the word go that when Jesus says to go make disciples, it's actually back to the root of it. It, it, it understands that, or it's, excuse me, it's assumed that it it's means you've already gone or it means having gone or as you go. So it's not that global mandate to like, you've got to go to the full time, be a full time missionary. You have to go to another country. No, 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 no. It simply means that as you go, make disciples as you're going, make disciples as you build your business, make disciples. As you as you parent your kids, make disciples. As you play sports, make disciples. As as you speak from stages, make disciples. As, it doesn't matter, guys. As you go to the park, make disciples. That's what we're called to do. And as a disciple of Christ, if we are continually operating this understanding that we're making more disciples, it doesn't mean that we're going to another country being that full-time missionary. No, no, no. It's about, it's not because it's, it's absolutely has nothing to do with about how far we go, but it's about what we're doing as we're going. It's not about how far we go. It's like, I have to go sacrifice to give up something. Now, absolutely. The life of a, of a of follower of Jesus Christ, there's going to be sacrifice involved guys, but if there's nothing more incredible when, when just submitting your life to this, this understanding, this lifestyle of a true follower of Christ, and then taking on this great commission and it more than that, a, like a lifestyle command, think of it as like a, a summons to like join God on this mission to ultimately redeem people Right for from not from other countries. Yes, certainly can be. But right where you're at right now, implement the kingdom culture wherever we go, guys. And this, as we continue to dive into this series as kingdom entrepreneurs, when we're given that mandate, mandate not the great commission, but the first commission, we're going to be diving into next to be fruitful, to multiply, to subdue, and to have dominion. That word go means as we go, the kingdom culture that we create. Yes, there's babies that'll be made when 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 Jesus or when God gave that command to go. But it's more of a, a kingdom culture, a creating of a culture that we get to take with us wherever we go. Now, I'm going to I'm going to end it with this, guys, and just understand that kingdom, God's rule and reign as an entrepreneur. That's what we're called to do. We're in full-time ministry, no matter what business that we're doing, no matter what we're, we're, we put our hand to, we're just simply called to glorify God. If we can get that foundational truth now, 
In these next episodes, I'm going to dive into creating that that kingdom culture, but also into co-creating why we have been given this this mandate to co-create with our creator and how we can take that beyond the walls of church and into the business place, into the marketplace where I truly believe is going to be the most effective and most impactful area that we can as kingdom entrepreneurs share God's rule and reign, not only in our lives, but in the lives of others as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode.